Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so excited to have a returning guest to have her Zimmer Spotlight, Flower the Weirdo. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. Thanks I'm... for having me back. Of course. It's an absolute pleasure getting to sit down and talk to you because the last two times have been round tables and I haven't had a really good chance to sit one-on-one -on -one and get to learn a little bit more about you well as I like to start off all my podcasts thank you new listeners you guys are awesome thank you guys for tuning in why don't we start this off with a little bit about yourself and your sims history okay um I'm Flower the Weirdo and I've been playing sims since the very beginning um I, d I remember playing with my brother a lot 2000 or uh, 2000 I don't even know what I'm talking about the sims back in 2000 I think Mm -hmm. is when it, that's when it came out right 2000 2001 something like that yeah the first but, um, sims came out 2000 but like the original like sim yeah. city came out like 98 yeah oh i remember playing sim city too i would play that all the time and then when i got sick of it i would just send the disasters out <laughs> watch the city burn but anyway um yeah so me and my brother would play all the time and we would do weird stuff because we would download custom content of like superheroes and have them live in houses and stuff I mean, we were in our 20s, so it wasn't like we were little kids or anything. But we had a lot of fun. He he used to trap the, um, when the, the social service lady would come to take the baby, she would, like, actually come to the house. Yeah. And he would try to trap her in, like, a pool so he she couldn't take the baby. It was funny. Anyway, so, yeah, I've been playing since then. Um, I've played through all of the different versions of it. But um, I think I played the most with uh, Sims 3. And then off and on, well, when Sims 3 came out, I was really into it and I bought all the packs. And when I heard they were coming out with Sims 4, I'm like, I'm never playing that. I don't want to play that. And um, my niece bought it for me for my birthday. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, oh, fine, I'll play it. And I played it and I just fell in love. And I've been playing it ever since. Um, but yeah, I didn't start getting into, I, I would play like sporadically, like I would go yeah. in spurts, I'd play for a while and then quit. But once, um, pretty much, it was 2019, I think I started watching videos by like James Turner and Deligracy and Lil Simsy. Mm -hmm. And I thought, this is really cool. I've never thought of playing The Sims this way. Yeah. So I started, I got into building, which I'd never done building before. I got into building. And then once I got into building, I said, I'm pretty good at this. Maybe I should make videos. So then in two, 2020, I started making Sims videos. Um, I started with speed builds. I do speed builds, stop motion, machinima, basically anything that's out there in the Sims universe, I've tried. I've even got into doing casts a lot lately, which I never did before also. So I don't even know. I just try everything. <laughs> but right now I'm really into storytelling on Instagram. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I saw that. I I like I like that. We we need a little bit more storytellers yeah. on Instagram. I think it's a really fun platform that you're able to share your work. Also, congratulations on being on YouTube for three years. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you are welcome. Um, we'll get, we'll talk a little bit more about your YouTube experience later. Now, I love the the diehard of a Sims three fan. I'd be like, I won't play Sims four. Yeah, I was I was boycotting it for the longest time until I got that present <laughs> can I can I ask what about sims 3 grabbed a hold of you um it was mainly the fact that I had spent so much money on all the packs I think mm. 
But I fell in love with the last, like, the magic pack that they came out with just before they ended, I think. I don't know if it was, but whatever it was, you had to, like, go around and find all the ingredients for the spells. Mm -hmm. And then you could do, like, I don't know. I just really loved that pack. Was that just Supernatural? Or was that two that had just Supernatural? I don't even remember. I think it was Supernatural. Like, I'm pretty sure... I have a bunch of Sims 3 packs, like physical ones. I see super, yeah, I think it is Supernatural. Because I also forget that Sims 3 had Generations and Ambitions. Yeah, I think I just have my Sims 4 packs over there. So yeah, yeah, I really, really just fell in love with it then. But my favorite magic pack of The Sims was uh, Sims 2. Because one of the spells you could do is you could transmogrify your pet into a human or into a sim. Oh, and I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Okay. And I haven't brought that back. I need to ask, which fucking pack had magic in The Sims 2? I don't even remember what it was called. But it was, I think it came at the very end of the thing too. So that's why when Realm of Magic came out for Sims 4, I thought it was going to be done with. Is it? <laughs> like, yeah. Is it is it nightlife? No. I feel like vampires came with nightlife. Yeah, okay. We're gonna take a quick Google search yeah, because I, I did not know that um I can't even remember. It was so long ago. But I just remembered that was my favorite thing to do was get a pet and then transform it into a sim. That would be fucking awesome. Cause my like my first experience was making magic, obviously. Uh Sims one. Spells, Sims two apartment life. That yeah. is where, which, hold on, I think I have that one right here. Uh, I, I need to get all mine because I, I have mine spread out through my house. I need to just put them all back there. I have, no, I have Supernatural. I have Sims 3. I have Sims Vacation. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, pretty sure. I didn't, I had no, I never had apartment life. I didn't even know apartment life was an expansion pack until I did. 25 things that you thought you knew about The Sims 2. And I was like, apartment life. Because apartment life is a is a smaller dis. It's not like the big guys, like the classic oh, yeah. plastic guys. And I was like, what the fuck is that? But no, I, I appreciate it. So do you collect old um, um I don't I, I don't collect them. I just have I never got rid of the ones I had. Oh, okay. But I do feel like if I see them in the store i might buy them now because a lot of the ones i have don't have the packages i just have the discs for it wait you so, have the you have the discs for the sims 4 stuff you don't have um, dlc do i yeah i think a lot of my my not not the more recent ones but the earliest stuff i have on actual disc because i didn't have a credit card I okay. Guess. I don't know. So I would just buy it at like Walmart or something. But now I have a Best Buy card and I buy an Origin gift card from on yeah. my Best Buy card so I can buy Sims stuff. That's quite. I've never seen Sims 4 disc anything. Yeah. Ever. Is it this one here? Holy shit. Ta da! Okay, so for anybody who's listening, not watching, person, it's yeah. an actual copy, a hard copy of this is holy shit. Yeah, I've never it's the seen the limited that. edition too. Oh, she's fancy then. Um I'm not going to try to put that back up there. No, <laughs> I'm not. It's over. 
Holy shit. But yeah, I... I have a couple more up there too that may... huh. I don't know if they're just stupid. See, that's fucking cool. So my parents Ooh, threw out all my Sims games as my childhood games, but my brother-in-law worked. Yeah, see this one this one is the electronic code. Oh, okay. So but it came in the box. The code did. <laughs> that's fucking mind baffling. Here's a box and you open it. There's no disc but a piece of paper that. with the code. Oh from PlayStation 2. Okay, so take a look at this. Sims 2 baby. Oh, look at that. Yep. PlayStation. Thanks, brother-in-law. This is like just plain the Sims 2. I bought the PlayStation so that I could play this. Yep. And then I got the broken PlayStation 2 where it wouldn't play, like, because there was two different, there was like two separate things that it had to play and mine was broken oh no so i i took it or i uh told the company and they're like oh yeah it doesn't play computer-based games or whatever so you have to we'll send you a new one so i was like okay fine so i sent that back and they sent me uh credit for a new one Mm -hmm. and then instead i went out and bought two nintendo ds's so i never actually got to play it and now you can't play it because no no i went out and bought a playstation 2 so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to to see if i can hook up the playstation 2 and record some games from that i think i think that would be very good to see but yeah let's educate the youth because like they they don't know about like that was on playstation or playstation 2 if it's not a ps5 to them they have like no idea what exists which is mind playstation 2 was my thing i loved it until i got the sims and couldn't play it and i was so mad it was like why <laughs> see i was we i was an xbox family so we always had xboxes like i had like the first xbox oh yeah which was a grandpa machine but was so fun at the time because i used to play the shit ton of simpsons road rage Oh, which was yes. just basically like Grand Theft Auto, but mm-hmm. Simpsons and uh, Simpsons Hit and Run. Again, same idea, just basically racing around. Like that was like my like shit of just like literally just being Homer Simpson and like driving around. And then I also had this motorcycle game that I played a lot, but I never really got into any other games like that. I was never really big that type of gamer um just because i would lose interest really quickly because i would forget how buttons work i would say i was a lot more always on like the pc for gaming even if it wasn't like the sims like i was a huge web-based person so like i loved neopads like that was my, oh my shit god, i love neopads oh my god i love neopads okay neopads thinking... and puzzle pirates i don't know if you played <gasps> puzzle pirates i was so into puzzle pirates okay i'm planning on doing a podcast which will be coming out before this comes out so go let's go check out this podcast about neopets would you be down to come and talk oh about yeah neopets? definitely that was a fucking game changer that was i it was, loved it, it was so, so much good. i still go on there every once in a while and play Same. now that they got the site back because i guess it got hijacked or something <laughs> yeah i got an email one day guys listen to this they're like yeah so uh, uh neopets has been hacked and we're working on it and i was like yo man they're having a bad day who the fuck hacks neopets like you have like the one security guard that's been there for like 20 years just eating donuts every day because there's like it's fucking neopets and then like someone comes in and like hacks them and he like drops the donuts on the ground he's like the fuck do i do and now he's like an old man instead of a young man because like neopets is from like 1998 
Oh, I loved um the advent calendar. Oh was, yes. Fuck, that was like me that used to be me and my mom's shit. Like even she'll ask me still to like this day. Like she asked me this past December if I was gonna ha- reopen up my Neopound account just to grab the uh, um advent calendar. I do have one axe to grind about Neopets now. 80s way too easy to get a million neo points now there's too many wow. ways like um, like they literally it's inflation I I took it down i had a neo pet sitting behind me actually that's i'll put it up too- if i do that podcast or that's the round table too- that's too cute but yeah like 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 because i played a couple years ago and i i was able to get like a million neo points in like a month oh yeah i play the stock market so when i finally logged back onto my account yeah, my stocks were all like huge. So I'm like, sell, sell, sell. <laughs> but like, it's it's different. And like, all of like the like the paintbrushes are all retired, and it's yeah, it's just like like the fairies in the bottle, and, and then the-, the um that one um web based game Java, I think, where they retired it, and so like most of the games were that. So you can only play the the web based games now. Yeah. Because none of the Java stuff works. And you're just yeah. like, but that was like all like the best games. Okay, what was your favorite Neopet game? Um, I actually liked the card games. Okay. There was one called Go, Go, Go. Yeah. And... Which was basically, wasn't that cheat or bullshit? Yeah, I think. Yeah. And then there was another one that was uh, a dice rolling game. Yep. Oh my god, I love that one. And Hassy Bounce, I don't know how to say that. But it was like these two Hassies, whatever. And they were on tree branches and there were donuts yep. floating and they would like jump down. And yeah, they jumped to get to like the donuts. Catch them. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then they'd have like yeah. the like the like the fun donuts that would like the it, yes. and they'd spell out their name. Yeah. And once oh, yeah. you got yeah. Um I, I like so ice cream different. factory. Because you oh, to go I get loved the ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah. Especially if you got the the fish ice cream. Wait. No, there was one, it was like they shot like ice cream balls and you had yeah. to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you had to, yeah. you had to catch, you had to get the ice cream. Yeah. And then, and you couldn't get the bad ice cream because it, it was bad. I also liked the one where it was like baseball and they like you, you, you hit the baseball and it was like a thing and it flew forever. There was I think that I remember one. that too. Yeah. There was that one. And I also like the one that was basically like match the color blocks together. I was like, can't remember the actual name of it. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, know it for the podcast, but I do remember that one too. And then, or but collecting all the map pieces. Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh my and god! I, going to like each of the different worlds and just like doing all the free stuff, like spinning the wheel and and yeah. going to the giant egg. I think it was and yep. collecting bits, collecting from eggs. And, yeah, that your Neopets didn't like. Okay, yeah. So, I have to tell you something which is like the coolest thing. I spun the fairy wheel and got a fairy paintbrush. Wow. Yeah. Oh my. I don't know how long I sat in the stupid like eBay of that trying to get like paintbrushes. I'd be like, okay, I'm bidding on this one. Oh man, I didn't get it. And I would just constantly be trying to get those paintbrushes. But I have, um, I can't even remember what it's called, but it's. I want to say it's a poogle. I don't remember, but it's it's starry painted, and yeah. its name is just like heaven because I love the cure. So like all of my my um neopets were based on like cure neo or cure names, stuff like that. That's and one a- of them was exploding boy. 
but yeah, my cute. my ID was CureFan15. <laughs> now you're making, I might have to, I, well, I can't play Neopets because I have to do adulting. Things well, I it. had Flower as my ID, but then my niece started playing and she took it over. So there is a Flower there because um... I've had Flower since I was in high school, the, the nickname Flower. Okay. So I use it in every game I've ever played until Neopets. And then I had to switch it because my niece took over my account. <laughs> She's like, nope, this is mine now. I'm like, oh, come on. I wish, I wish my nieces were like, yo, Auntie Jen, like, let's let's play Neopads. I'd be like, oh my god, thank you for like liking something I liked. But we'll save all this fun chat for all the yeah, Neopets yeah. stuff. But before we go, did you ever have a pet pet pet? Not I a pet did pet, a pet pet pet. It was just basically oh no, like I never a... had. I never had. I had the pet pet, like the one that they had. I didn't know pet pets could have pets. Yeah, they're like little fleas. They were like pet. Oh pets. my gosh, I know, and I'm like, guys. That's, I think the problem with Neopets for me, it became a little microtransaction-y because you were able to buy yeah. clothes and all that good stuff. And I was like, I'm good. But I kind of want to restart my Neopet journey. I could just there you go. I switch I switch gears, guys. Switch them back yeah, to Neopets. Yeah, yeah. When I have after the wedding, when I actually have spare time, because I don't have spare time right now. But anyways, back to the Sims and yes. nostalgia. What other nostalgic things bring you back to like your childhood? Hmm. I'm not like Sims related. Could be anything. Or just anything. Well, when we were talking about console games and like different consoles, my yeah. brother actually collected them. So we had all the consoles. Oh, like okay. we had even from Atari twenty six hundred all the way up to I think think we stopped doing it like by playstation 4 because we just um got older and you know didn't have as much time to play video games yeah but um my favorite one of my favorite games on was on the dreamcast that was the two i had were playstation 2 and dreamcast okay and it was uh south park racing i think it was that like south park racing game it was so funny we would just laugh like the whole time we played it mm-hmm but yeah, um, that's uh, one of the things I played all the time. That's amazing. I forgot yeah. about that game. I forgot that that existed. Yeah. I also forgot that South Park's been around. Yeah, South Park. I remember when it came out because it was when I first dat- started dating my my first love. Because um, <laughs> I remember I had an article and I yeah. was like, look at this. This is this this guy here reminds me of you. And he was like, that's that's kenny why would he remind me of you and i'm like i don't know you're quiet and you wear a hoodie <laughs> and he just laughed and then the article was missing so i think he took the article <laughs> he, he, like, it resonated on. with him so much yeah it did because he knew it was him you called yep. him out okay i totally did do you still watch south park uh not not so much anymore um occasionally i'll turn it on most of the time when i turn it on it's just the same episodes i've seen before so i okay. haven't seen any newer ones I will say the newer episodes are phenomenal. And the only Ooh, reason I, I get out again. The only reason I would say that is because they've actually aged with the times. They are talking about current events. They're it's like like the, the issues that we were having like in the pandemic. They literally had pandemic specials. They like they've really grown around everything and it's really topical because it doesn't take like Simpsons, it takes a year to make one episode kind of idea and then family guy takes six months per episode to kind of come out so that's why 
they're so they're so fresh. Like they're basically all of the animations now made in other places because they're able to get episodes out more quickly. Where South Park, it still takes four days to make an episode. They could, if episodes came out Wednesday, they could start episode the following, like the previous Thursday and still make it to deadline. Yeah. So I always liked that about South Park that um, it's always been a little bit more relevant. Like, like I remember the big episode when uh, Trump won. They originally had the episode made that Hillary won. And they had this whole setup that they were going to, that Bill Clinton was going to be the first man. And he was going to, again, it was a whole, they had a whole musical number and they had to scrap that. And they had two and a oh half my days. Gosh. And they ended up making an episode in two and a half days to come out because they had already pre-planned that there, they, there's no way Trump could win. It had to be Hillary. Like, I just found that fascinating that how quick they were able to turn around a story. Yeah. So I, I've always, I've really grown to like these seasons. I also like that South Park has always pushed the boundaries. Yeah, that's what I like about it, too. Yeah. Like, you have to think, Imagination Land. That was fucking amazing. I watched that shit all the time. I love that. Or what was it? Episode, like, 200 and 201 that, like... It was the whole war against like Tom Cruise and the Gingers and the Scientologists. Oh my gosh, yes. Or like they talk about Mormons a lot because the two creators uh, obviously made the Book of Mormon. So like it's funny to see like that representation getting in there and how like realistic the more like they, they're able to portray that religion. It's just, I don't know. Like I've always had a soft spot for it because they'll continuously push back. Like they, they did a whole like, red wedding special and then it culminated into a video game that came out after like it was just it's just fun stuff like that where like i i was i watched a new episode of family guy i don't know it was a couple of couple of nights ago i just it was just on disney and i was just like whatever just random episode throw it on and like i'm like stewie doesn't want to kill lois anymore that's the point well like you know what i mean like it's just like it's weird or like the Simpsons that they're going into like their 38th season or something like that and they're now portraying Homer as a teenager in the 90s but he he can't be a teenager in the 90s because the show was on in the 90s and he wasn't a teenager because he was a teenager in the 70s and the whole they're like well it's a tv show like it's not canon I'm like yeah but if you're if you've portrayed that Homer Simpson was a teenager in the 70s and like in the 90s and 80s then yeah it is canon because it's the same character it doesn't matter that an episode was released in like 87 versus 2022 it's the same character yeah exactly you can't can't do that to character development stay consistent or just cancel it I don't. Do you ever think they're going to cancel The Simpsons, or is it just going to continue to run? You know, I run? don't know, because it just keeps going on. I remember back when they were on the Tracy Almond show, they would be like, yeah, in the like little in between parts, yeah. And I loved them back then. And I even like in high school, when I think I don't know if it was my first day or if it was orientation or something. And I went in and I was wearing a Bart Simpson shirt and they're like, oh yeah, it's picture day. And I was like, great. So one of my my high school pictures, I'm wearing like a Bart Simpson shirt. But yeah, I mean, that was back in 93. So it's, they've been on a long time. Yeah. I'm, I don't see them going anywhere. I guess, but like, 
who's still watching it because it's not the newer generation my generation gave up on it i guess it's the older generation i guess it's the only thing that keeps fox around at this point is the simpsons but now yeah. disney owns fox so to be honest i didn't even know it was still on i kind of thought it was ended already but i don't know it's still on like so yeah, is family guy so is no american dad's done the cleveland show is done Bob's Burgers, I think Bob's Burgers is done. Uh, Rick and Morty might as well be done because uh, Justin Rowland's not coming back, which obviously because he did really gross things, he shouldn't be coming back. Um, I just think it's fascinating that like like these adult cartoons have, have always been a kind of mainstay, but they've always been like, oh, like they're, don't let your kids watch this. It's not for kids. Okay, I watched Family Guy and South Park when I was six years old. And I'm going to sit here and tell you, I did not get one of the jokes. Yeah. Because I, I don't understand it. Right? It's like like two and a half men. Like the original two and a half men with Charlie Sheen. And I think it's Angus Jones and the guy that plays Alan. Like Charlie's like making out with like models in bed. It's implying that they've just had sex. As the kid that as the kid watching it, I never understood what he was doing. I always I always resonated with Jake, the kid in the show, because he had the same perspective that I had. Yeah. So yeah, right. So like the people now, they're like, I won't let my kids watch. I'm like, if my kid wants to watch South Park at eight years old, I'm gonna fucking let them watch South Park at eight years old. And yeah, that it's a TV it. show. I the, would um back when um animaniacs came out oh you know around that time my nephew was real little yeah and there was the christmas special i think yeah and i think it was wacko or i don't know who it was but somebody held up like a block of acorns frozen and he said even my nuts are frozen and my nephew said that and we all started laughing because we knew what it meant and he didn't yeah but he just kept saying it and we're like, no, 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 you can't keep saying that. But he just, every time someone would say it was cold, oh, yeah, even my nuts are frozen. It's just like, no, no. Yeah, because it's, it's so innocent. It's yeah, like, okay. he just didn't understand why. He just yeah. knew he was making us laugh, so. Exactly. I mean, have you seen the Barbie trailer? Um, sort of. Okay. I think so the, I did. So there's two Barbie trailers that know. There was one that was released, uh, yesterday and then there's one that was released like a couple months ago and there's a scene where ken's like well barbie i'm gonna sleep over tonight and barbie's like why and he's like because oh, girlfriend and boyfriend that. yeah and he's like she's like okay but why do you get to sleep over and he's like i don't know for us adults we know what they're applying adult sleepover but it's the innocent of children mm -hmm. are just like well, why why would I sleep over? Or yeah, my girlfriend? Exactly. Like, what? I think it's just it's just the the like the childhood innocence, and like once it like like once you know it, you know it. But I'm gonna be honest with you, like sending your kid to school, they're gonna learn this shit quick. Mm -hmm. Okay, like you you can't put your kid in a bubble and be like, we don't do that. Like no, like one of our girlfriend, like one of my girlfriends, she lets her daughter swear. And she's like nine or ten, and we'll be sitting around. And she'll be like, "Oh fuck," and I'll be like, <laughs> "Cool." Um, but that's the same rule that I'd like to have when I have a kid: swear when you want to swear, 
don't swear if it's not appropriate. Like, yeah. I just can't go into work now and be like, fuck this piece of garbage. Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck. They'd be like, you're fired. But if I had, I'm like, oh, fuck this. Or God damn, that person's, oh, fuck that. And you'd possibly be like, yeah, fuck that. Right. So like, it, there's a different context to right. swear. You just got to make sure that you're in the right context. Instead of right. it being like, oh, well, fuck that. Because like, there's a difference between like, oh, like, like, haha, like, fuck you, or like, fuck you. Like, there's a really same two yeah. words, but it's how it's used, yeah, into context. And so, I'm, not, I'm also not telling you to fuck off. That's oh, not. yeah, yeah, you were very like, <laughs> yeah, like, but um, no, one of my nieces, or actually, her very first word was shit because we would drop things at our house and go, ah, oh, shit, and then pick it up. Well, she started throwing things and then saying, shit. <laughs> so we're just like, great, great. That's what you pick up on. Is yeah, yeah. I feel like my kid's first word is probably gonna be fuck. Be like, oh fuck. I'll be like, I, I, I would be so proud, but then I'd be, I would be scared because that's the only word they would know. So they'd mm. be out in public, being like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, Sims. Let's talk about Sims. Let's, let's get back. Let's get back to Sims. We talked about some nostalgia things. Mm-hmm. Even though we're from two gener- different generations, we can yeah. still agree that like some shit is so phenomenal. And like talking about The Sims, I The Sims has been such a staple in a lot of people's lives. I'm convinced that The Sims is the gateway drug into gaming. I feel like The Sims is a lot of people's first time into gaming because it's a game that your parents will buy you. I personally would like the sims i'd like two sims games i'd like one for children that was like the gateway fun one and then i want a sims for just adults yeah um just because i'm tired of like the goofy expressions like i want i want wicked whims just to be in the game i want to like not that i want to see my sims butt ass naked but as you now know for an instagram storytelling and storytelling sure you know, instead of like having to like find the maw to get it off or just get remove the, the buzz or yeah, you have wicked whims, it's just a flopping wiener, just that the first time I ever used wicked whims and I saw a floppy penis, I was like <gasps> <laughs> I I can't remember who it was. I think it was maybe Deligracy had had tried it once yep. and she just started screaming and she's like no 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 and like no and she's like I don't want to see it no I, that's like real life I, I want to see boobs I love boobs boobs are great boobs are pretty boobs are awesome you know it's like penises <laughs> they're not cute they're just always like flopping yeah, yeah. And, I, and I have a fiance and like we both agree boobs are better than penises any day of the week but how i know if i'm having the worst day of my life i have to look back and remember that my job is not to make fake penises for wicked whims (laughs) oh god yeah (laughs) that would be so weird like do you have a reference photo are you watching porn do you just like yeah size like is it it all the same (laughs) circumcised not circumcised like it's just shit like that you're just like hmm Hmm. I'm good. Super good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that that just reminds me of um 
one of my let's plays that I was doing, the Eco Lifestyle, which is my longest running let's play. And I actually have like so many episodes I haven't edited yet. Mm-hmm. But when she gets married, um, her and her fiance were swimming, skinny dipping in the pool. Yeah. And I was like, um, her, because she had that time, you know, that where she was going to get the inheritance if she did it in a certain amount of time. Yeah. And she only had like two hours left. So I'm like, quick, get out of the pool and Miriam. So she gets out of the pool, but she doesn't get dressed. So she's standing there naked with the pixelized because, you know, I don't I don't use Wicked Whims. Yeah. But she's pixelized and, and he's there. And, and then they get married and she hugs a bag of trash. So I'm just like, What? so weird but it was so cool how she just got out and she's like yep Yep. i'm just gonna marry you naked that's not a glitch and the funny part is on the thumbnail i put kitty gets married but what will she wear and i tweeted that and i um i got a response and somebody said no one cares and i was just like what what so yeah it was like a really rude comment but to me it made sense because it's like why not live my life as no one no one else cares so who cares i'll just be myself so i actually took the comment to her i'm just like yeah excellent perfect i want a shirt that says no one cares <laughs> but yeah that was my first like real like bad comment interesting do you get do you get a lot of negative comments no or, no. no no it, not it, usually it really just depends on what content you're putting out there right and like how much you put yourself out there no I did I think what it was because it was not somebody that followed me okay I think it was because when I share it from YouTube it adds the little at YouTube on there yeah and so I just took that I I don't put that on there anymore because I don't want just random people out there seeing it I mean I do but yeah. then I also don't because I don't want to get those comments. Yeah, yeah. But like of I said, I laughed. I thought it was yeah. hilarious when he said that. Honestly, start to the top, pin it to the top, turn it into a merch line. Literally. Yeah, I really I think it would be awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> I actually did start um I I sell my own t shirts, but they're mostly for these little beasties that I create. Do I? I don't have any beasties, but I make little um, stuffed animals that are like aliens and um, uh, skeletons and ghosts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I have like I sell T-shirts with the drawings that I do of them on there. But I have one. Somebody had made a comment. I I can't even remember. We were talking on Twitter and she said her son, um, he thought it was a fart, but it was actually a shart. And so I was just like, never trust a poop never or never trust a fart that's it never yeah trust never a trust fart. a fart never, never. Trust a fart. so i have a shirt it's brown it only comes in brown and it says never trust a fart and then on the back in big letters it says never no one's bought it yet but somebody will someday i want to get one and just wear it like everywhere i go that's the fucking best thing i've ever heard of in my yeah. life as someone who talks about poop all the time yeah and like but... i said like when i showed you my my little poop guy yeah. I'm definitely into poop humor. Yeah. And I also have a poop under the flower of the weirdo, which you can't really see, but it's it's yeah, on the sign, a, right? The top. Yeah. Flower at the top and the poop emoji at the and bottom. Poop on the bottom. Fuck yeah. yeah. And then there's also a poop emoji. You can just see his eyeballs behind the salt lamp. So I'm really into to poop emojis. I have okay. the little head things too. <laughs> That's true. Here's the thing about poop. Everybody poops. 
mm-hmm. need to talk we need to talk about poops. So I didn't realize that you don't just talk to your significant other about poop until two boyfriends ago. And I was like, but like I want to talk about my poop. It's an experience that I I've just experienced. Who else am I am I supposed to hold that in? No. Some of I like some of these are like like I got to tell somebody. So I met my fiance and we just we started talking about our poops. Like every day. Because here's the thing, that's how we figured out he had health problems. Because he was talking about his poop mm-hmm. and I was like that doesn't seem normal. You should yeah. go to the doctor. And that's he's like cuz now he has IBS. He, he was like he like that makes sense. About yep, your poops. Too. Right? Mm-hmm. But like he, I he, actually he, just had a colonoscopy like a couple days ago. <laughs> I still have the bruise on my hand from the IV. What? There you go. But see, yeah. but and that's important to have colonoscopies. Right. The funny part is, though, is I've been hearing my blood pulse in my ear for a couple of days now. Or a couple of weeks. I'm sorry. A couple of weeks. And I went to one doctor and he said I had fluid on the ear, which was fine because I was getting dizzy. And, you know, I I probably did. Yeah. But that went away and I saw my ear, nose and throat and she said it was probably my blood pressure. Nobody knew what it was. Yeah. I went in for the colonoscopy and I was afraid they wouldn't be able to do it after I did the prep, you know, because the prep is like horrible. Yeah. But um, she was like, oh, um, you're probably just dehydrated. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, when you're dehydrated, your heart beats harder so you can hear it in your ears. And I realized that. I have like this big, huge glass. I yeah. usually drink about three or four of these a day. Yeah. And I hadn't been. Yeah. So now whenever I hear the blood pulsing, I just drink a whole bunch of water and it goes away. Yeah. Because it's so, dehydration. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, by the way, because yeah. our listeners so that will know. Speaking um, of that, let me take a drink real quick. Fuck yeah. Take take a quick sip of water. Um, It's important to share knowledge like this. Yes. Especially... I want to stress to people, hydration is important. It's extremely important. And you're like, oh, I feel bad or, oh, I have this really bad headache or I just feel or like dizziness. achy or dizziness. It's because your fucking, your body's dehydrated. Mm-hmm. You're literally at the stage where your body's running out of water. Like I drink about four liters of water a day um, because I only drink water and I drink booze. I don't drink anything in between. I don't drink juices. I don't drink milk because it's all just, and I don't yeah. have coffee or tea. I, I have, will. Ha- I have the water and pop. That's all I drink, and I drink a little can or I think a sixteen ounce bottle of pop because I used to drink only pop. Yeah, but now I switched to. That's not good for you either. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. it's, it's just sugar water. Yeah, and so I, t- I cut it down to just one instead of six bottles a day. I only have one. So, see, my parents never let me have pop, ever. Yeah, ours didn't either. Me and my brother, but my brother still just drinks. He drinks a lot of pop. Like oh, the carbonation. But yeah, we weren't allowed, but once we became adults, we're like, eh, we'll drink pop if we want to. <laughs> no, the carbonation burns my tongue. I yeah. don't want to drink pop, even if it was like presented to me. But important, guys, drink a drink a lot of water. Like you gotta stay hydrated. And one you- of the things I learned though, too, is it's the pinch test where if you take your skin and you pinch it, and if it bounces back right away, then you have good hydration. But if it stays up then you're dehydrated so how did, uh, may i ask where did you learn that trick of it wasn't from a doctor so it might not be exactly true but it was from my friend who was really into health 
Okay. And she was, um, I don't even, it was uh, someone I worked with at, at Borders when I used to work at Borders, my favorite place in the world that no longer exists. Bo- Borders yeah, was the was bookstore, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I worked in the home office for seven or eight years and then in the store for about four or five. Oh, wow. What did you, what did you do then at, at Borders? Um, I, at the home office, I put titles on the title file department, which I have to be very clear when I say that, because apparently I found out when I would answer the phone, I would be like, title file, this is Patty, I may help you. And people thought I was saying pedophile. <laughs> no, title file. So I put the titles like into the computer. That's all I would do is like type all day. Oh, okay. And then um, when orders decided to get with um was it amazon or ingram i don't remember i think it was ingram but they they like combined with a different company and then that company laid me off so then i went to the store from there and i just did everything at the store oh interesting how do you like i for us we have indigo slash chapters like that's like that's our bookstore I think bookstores are dying and that makes me really sad Mm -hmm. because I love having hard copy books. Yeah. And that was the one good thing about Borders is Borders was the store you could go to that had everything. But then once when it got towards the end, it's because the higher ups decided, oh, no, we just want the main titles, you know, the the most popular titles. Well, that's kind of destroying what Borders was about. Yeah. So for, I mean, lo- we still for have, smaller artists, smart right, writers. Right. Yeah. We still have Barnes and Noble, but um, you know, I don't really shop there. I'm sad to say I don't really do a lot of book shopping anymore. I get most of my stories from reading Sims 4 stories on Instagram. Oh, back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah, back to Sims. Oh my god, I didn't even do Sims. the segue. Holy shit. You were the I, first I saw it, so I I went no, for it. No one else has ever done a Sims segue. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I that's what I do every every night before I go to bed. I catch up on all the stories. And if if I if I'm all caught up, I'll find a new one and I'll read that or I'll go back and read because I like to go back to the very beginning of people's stories. Yeah. That's why I haven't read the Rose Chronicles yet because it's very long. So I was I about to, to say, I'm like, have you read the yeah. yeah. So I have to go back. I, I'm like that even with um uh Simmerine, I think her name is. Mm-hmm. I but she does the awesome poses. Yes. She also has Phil and Akira, the her story. Yep. I started reading that way back at the beginning, like just now, because I'm just just recently have gotten into reading the stories. So okay. she was like, I can't believe you're going all the way back to the beginning. And I'm like, I want to know what happens from the beginning, you know? Well, you have to, it's especially like how actual some novel. Yeah. You have, yeah. hundred percent. Okay. What Sims novels do you read? Which I know all of them because you share every story <laughs> I spotlight. Do. I do. <laughs> I do. I... Also, thank you for sharing those, by the way. Yeah, no problem. Um, I love you doing them because then I, I discover new people. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the main things I did when I started doing The Sims and going on Twitter and going on Instagram is I want to kind of showcase everybody else. So one of the main mm-hmm. things I do on Twitter is I find people and I just retweet, retweet, retweet. Mm-hmm. Well, on Instagram, I've started doing my story. So if you look at like the story at the top, yeah. you know, um, it'll be every story I read, I share, unless it's to an SF 
w is that what it's... not safe for work yeah yeah if, if it's just a little bit it's fine but if it's like full-on sex i won't share it because i personally i'm asexual so i don't get into that kind of stuff yeah but i mean if this story's really good i'll read it anyway yeah so my favorite stories on there i'm gonna start right off the top with the whole like very graphic story uh lost souls is that okay. is that what it's called the one with orion in um by s sims for life gen creative yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i think it's lost souls pretty sure yeah that is my absolute favorite i am in love with that story it's about angel four angel brothers um two of them came to earth and got like tempted into you know bad things so one mm -hmm. one's tempted by greed one's tempted by lust and then there are two brothers that come from heaven that are trying to save them so it's just it's such a great story mm -hmm. and then um let's see um i don't know how to say her name but it's uh the cottage by yeah Sarah yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 um her story is amazing with sax and um then and just i love the 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 idea of a cottage in the middle of the woods that where all these misfits go and kind of live together i'm actually taking a little bit out of that like an inspiration and i'm going to be putting it in one of my machinimas if i ever get around to it but i'm so busy with the stories because like i don't even know mm -hmm. um but uh let's see what other ones oh uh love wins with her yep. Oh, the everything just her whole story is just amazing and i love the the way they look oh uh stormbringer chronicles i think yep 100%. The, the look of her sims is just so different from every sim that i've seen it's just it i really like that because mm -hmm. i'm not the type i don't like sims to look too realistic Okay. I like them to look a little cartoony. I don't like looking at a picture and saying, is that a person or is that a sim? You know, I like them. I I like the way people kind of stylize them. It doesn't have to be real cartoony. Yeah. But I like to, I don't like the, you know, I hate to say it, but I don't really like the blender render things. Yeah, that's fine. So that brings me into, I started doing an RP. Mm-hmm. And, um... His name is Tristan Hendricks, and he kind of, like, went into a coma. <laughs> so he fell asleep, and nobody could wake him up. So I have to, like, wake him up, but I have to connect all my stories together in mm -hmm. order to wake him up. So it's very confusing. But the reason I brought him up is because I started doing the um, the RP, and then I realized a lot of people who RP do the, like, sims that look like really realistic and mm -hmm. i feel like he doesn't quite fit in with them mm -hmm. and so then it started getting into my mental health and i'm just like oh i'm never gonna look like that but they're like why why should i look like them i want my sims to look the way i want them to look yeah so, so i'm just gonna go with it and whatever happens happens but i'm not gonna get into another i'm not i keep telling myself i don't want to learn how to render in blender because i already make poses and i just don't want to learn another thing <laughs> I do too much already, you know? Oh, 100%. I got you. I appreciate so, that you yeah. make your own poses. Yes, I do make poses. Um, I make I do commissions too. I mean, not really commissions because I'll just do them for free. If you ask me to, I'll do them. Um, but yeah, I, I love making poses. 
and what's I'm actually um getting I feel like I'm getting really good at it but I'm not sure <laughs> what are your favorite type of poses to make um most of the time I'm just making conversation poses but my very favorite one that I do I because Tristan the reason I started doing the RP with Tristan is because I wanted to bring awareness to mental health mm-hmm. and Tristan is social he has social anxiety and he has PTSD from an experience he had where he was like let let me just put it this way he was in the asylum challenge even though he never was but i mean my whole idea with tristan was to put him in the ice asylum tra- challenge and then i decided that i couldn't do that to us him so mm. i still haven't done that but um i just wanted to bring awareness to his uh to mental health so he had kind of a, a ptsd like depression kind of meltdown and he was sitting in this because he's a squatter he he was in this abandoned house squatting and his friend Sky comes in mm-hmm. and she sits down next to him and puts her arm around him and they like talk to each other. And that was my favorite pose that I've made so far because it's just so like emotional. Yeah. So I like to do those ones that are like that ha- kind of tell a story throughout them. Mm-hmm. So and you can download that on Curseforge under Flower the Weirdo. <laughs> Oh, fancy. No, yes. I'll, I'll definitely have to check it out. I'm all about poses. As being a storyteller, you need poses. I don't know mm-hmm. how console players do. Like, I don't know how Sass did it for like years oh, because yeah. she had no poses. And, and I would have never known that that was console. Well, the very first machinima I made, I didn't use poses. Uh, every single thing in it is in game. Um, I just had to sit there and figure out, okay, what interaction can I make them to make this face? Yeah. And it took forever. Oh, yeah. So then after that, I was like, well, I'm going to download poses. And and I was just lost after that. It's been a year. And um, I still haven't made my second mission or my third mission, because technically I made the two. So it's part part one and part two are done, but I still have so many more to make. When you're making a machinima, like talk to me about the process of making it. Is it a voiceover? Is it not a voiceover? Is it a long, is it a TV, like a series? Is it a movie? Is it a short film? Okay. So I started out doing shorts for the uh, Spark Challenge. Okay. And um, they were voiceover. It's all me doing stupid, silly voices. But I actually won with the first two that I put out, it was um, uh, the creature challenge, I think it was. And they said, tell a story about a creature that you'd like to see in the game. Well, I told a story about Bigfoot and how Bigfoot just wants to be left alone to enjoy his house. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end of that one, he gets abducted by aliens. And so the second one I did for the same challenge was mm-hmm. his son trying to like figure out why he didn't look like the other Sasquatches. Huh. So I started out with those two, but all in-game animations and everything. And then I did a couple more of that series. And then I went to, um, I have a Let's Play called uh, Being Human-ish, which is an alien, a uh, vampire, and a spellcaster living in a house together. Mm-hmm. And I decided to do their backstories. So I started out with Orion because he's my favorite sim. Um. <laughs> You know, we all have that sim that we have that we're just in love with. Yeah. Uh, I have a picture of me, like my sim self is standing behind him, staring at him like lustfully. <laughs> I'm just like, what? And she stood there the whole time I was trying to film the machinima. I'm like, 
go away. <laughs> nope. So I left it in there. She's just standing there staring at him while he's having this like mental breakdown. But um, yeah, so I start out, I do everything in Filmora, um, Wondershare Filmora. And I basically just write the story because I'm a, I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't write a script. I write the story and then kind of just adapt that into the machinima. Yep. So I, um, yep, I just get all the parts together and then add my voiceovers and I kind of change the voice a little if I can. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the I would seriously check out my first machinima, long length machinima. The other ones were all three minutes or, or three to five minutes. This one is 29 minutes. Holy shit. And it was going to be an hour. But I cut it in half, so there's a part one and a part two. Okay. No, that so, that's awesome. Is any of your machinimas on iMachinima? Not yet. Um, I would like to do that. I kind of really would like to refilm it because I just, I just didn't know anything about it when I was filming it. But I'm not going to because it took a lot. Mm-hmm. But I would like to get them on there. Yeah. Um, I just found out about that a couple of days ago, actually, because... Um, uh, Jenna Fire, I think her name is. Yeah. Yeah. She just got on there. So she's yeah. actually lives in Michigan too. So I, I always f- think of her. She's one of my, my, I forgot friends. you live in Michigan. Yeah. I knew that. We're all, we're cousins. Yeah. We're yeah. so close. We're like, we're I'm, in like, what part of Michigan? Uh, we're very close to Detroit. I'm very close to Detroit. Oh, yeah. So yeah. About four hours away. Yeah. For me. Because yeah. like where I am, because I'm three hours away from Detroit. I so. always say like like people ask me if I ever left the country, you know, I would say, no, I've never left the country. And they'll say, oh, if you count Canada. Yeah, because, you know, I don't count it as, as leaving the country if I just have to cross a bridge and there I am, you know, but I yeah. Canada a lot. So Oh, f- you see, like for us, we go to the States a lot to cross. Yeah. Not so much anymore, just because. It used to be such a cool deal to go to the States and get amazing products like we couldn't get here because in the States, it was everything was also significantly cheaper. Not so much anymore. You guys are very on par for our prices now. Yeah. Which is sucks for you guys. Okay for us. It means we don't have to go to the States. Not that I don't like my cousins to the South, but you guys scare me once in a while. Yeah, the, the it's getting kind of scary here. Yeah. Especially with all the gun violence and stuff. It's just, I'm afraid to leave my house sometimes, you know? I was at a store a couple of years ago and I heard people yelling and my, my first reaction was to hide. There was a pop machine. I got behind the pop machine. I'm like, mm, no, I don't want anything to do with this. Yep. And uh, we were at the mall once. This was uh, about 10, 15 years ago. And someone yelled, they've got a gun. And they were running. Everyone ran towards the noise. We were working at a um a booth that sold like baked goods. I started building a wall of like flower things. And I'm like, Mom, get back here, get back here, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I'm it's it's pretty scary. My my old boss, um, so obviously snowbirds very common in Canada mm. to go to Florida for the winter because it's fucking cold here. So he did that and he drove back and he stopped in Tennessee to eat dinner and then he saw like six or seven police cars like go by and the guy comes in and it's completely unfazed while my boss is like staring. That's really unheard of. And the waitress is like, oh, like 
clearly something's happening. It's like, yeah, it wasn't gun vi- like it wasn't a gun violence at least because I didn't hear any shots fired. And I'm like for that to be so fucking casual that you're just talking to a waitress about not hearing shots fired. Holy shit, that shit does not happen here. Yeah. We we get, you stab people here. This is a very stabby country. We don't shoot people here. Yeah. Back when I was in high school, I transferred from uh, Romulus, which is where I used to live, to a new school. Mm-hmm. And um, at Romulus, they had uh, um, those metal detectors when you mm-hmm. walked in. You know, it was just common. I, I was, like, used to it. Well, I went to the new school, and they didn't have those. And I'm just like, where are the metal detectors? Mm-hmm. It's very, you know, it was it was scary to me that they didn't have And this was back in, you know, 90. Mm-hmm. When I uh, or ninety one, I think when I moved to the new school. So, but yeah, it's it's very scary here. You gotta come to Canada. Yeah, come come join us. Yeah. Come join us on the side. It's a little expensive to live it. here, but it's a little safer. Yeah, one of my friends moved there. Actually, a lot of people did after Trump became president. I I thought about it. They came I didn't have, here. like, my entire family, because we all, I live with my parents and my brother. We all live in the same house, and I take care of my mom. So, you know, I'd have to okay it with everyone, because I, I don't want to leave my mom, and, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever can, come live up here. I mean, you're very, like, it wouldn't be that much of a, ch- a change, because if you're that close to Detroit, it's the same weather. If it's yeah, raining here, exactly. it's raining there. You know what I yeah. mean? You're getting the same snow. You'll just have to learn Celsius, which is probably a fucking blessing. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> we went to uh, England and it, yep. it uh, we went on the heat wave they had and it was 43 Celsius. degrees Celsius. Yeah. And I was looking and I was like, what does that mean? So I got out. I'm like trying to add and Jeff's like, it's a hundred and what was a hundred and seven or something like that. I don't remember, but it was, it was so hot. <laughs> oh yeah. Because they're not set up for, because they don't have air conditioning. Their yeah. homes are not designed for that much heat. Yeah. Luckily the hotel we were in had air conditioning and I, um, I was, I was actually meeting P-Frog, uh, oh, P-Frog shit. Sims. Yeah. We, we met up and after we had walked around in the heat all day, I was like, do you want to come up and um hang out in the AC? And she's like, the, the what? because you know we call it something different but it was air con i think they call it over there and she just come hung out in our hotel room for a little while just cooling down nice yeah how how was meeting her she's she's a podcast it was it was awesome (laughs) i've I've interviewed her for the series go listen to p frog's podcast yeah so oh yeah um because it would be out by now for by the time this one's come out um no, she was so cool. I hey, I love that like meeting people. I feel like that's a dream of mine eventually to like actually do these interviews one on one instead of like Zoom. I when I asked her, I thought for sure she was going to say no because I mean, some weird random person from America is coming and they want to meet you. Yeah, and she was just like, yeah, one hundred percent, I'll meet you. And I think she drove like four hours to meet me too. I'm not possible. I think it was four hours and then afterwards um sari uh hair cream sims i don't yep. know how to say her name the mm-hmm. you know the cottage yeah she she was like oh i'm in wales if i would have known i was like man but i think wales is a little bit farther than where i was a little bit from where yeah. he lives is a little, yeah. little further but than 
whales. The funny part about it, though, is um, she's 4'11", I think. I'm 5'11", and my brother is 6'10". So when we stood, we were like a stack, you know? A Russian and, doll um, stack. That's too yeah. fucking funny. And it funny. felt... And she kept saying, like, we we kept joking, saying she was our child, and we were, like, walking around, because she just looked, like, so small compared to all of us. But, yeah, that was one of, I I think, there were two things that happened on the trip that were just, like, like lifetime goals. One was meeting her, because she's been my idol since I started. Yeah. And then um, going in the catacombs in Paris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the Paris, when we went there, because we went on a European cruise, which was paranormal based. So um, we did a lot of spooky stuff, but mm-hmm. going to the, the catacombs was just amazing. But in Paris, we only had six hours. Oh. So we spent two. No, we had one hour at the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. And so we we didn't, there was no way we could go up in it. So we just kind of walked around the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And then we had to get to the catacombs and yeah. then go through the catacombs. So it was crazy. It it was a really wild trip. I mean, it just, I felt, you know, the, the show, The Amazing Race. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of what it felt like. Cause we did our, like, um, our mental challenge at the Eiffel Tower, like trying to figure out whether we could get in or not. Yeah. And then we did our physical challenge walking down the, what is it like? I don't even know how many miles. It's like actual miles. Miles. Yeah. Kilometers, the... whatever. Oh, yeah, under the, the city. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so far down. And you, and it's a spiral staircase. So if you have uh motion sickness, it's not good. Nope. But luckily it's in the dark, so it, it wasn't as bad. Yeah, yeah. So I have so many questions. Favorite things. I have so many questions for <laughs> you. A paranormal cruise. <laughs> what is that? Yes. How do you become part of that? Is this an annual thing? Was this like a one time thing? And where did you where else did um, you go on this cruise and like what like how long was this cruise okay well the cruise was uh seven days i think okay and it was less paranormal than some of the other cruises we went on because we couldn't get to a lot of the places that we wanted to because of covid mm-hmm. so um we went to a wine tasting which is not paranormal um in bordeaux which okay. was awesome um, they we went to Bilbao in Spain and uh, La Coruña in Spain, and then Paris and Bordeaux. And um, basically, we just kind of did our own thing. But while, while we were on the ship during the at sea days, they had lectures, paranormal lectures. So, but it's a company called Strange Escapes, and they're run by the people. I don't know if you know the show Kindred Spirits. It's a ghost hunting show with Amy. Bernie and Adam Barry. Okay. And they just go into houses and investigate and they try to figure out what the spirit wants and, and, you know, try to, I don't know, but yeah, they run this, this paranormal, uh, travel company and they go everywhere. They've gone, they go to Hawaii every year. They go, there's like seven events a year, I think. And my brother and I have done the cruise three times. Mm Mm-hmm. And we've gone to like Jamaica. We went to Rose Hall. Um, that's supposed to be really haunted. 
But um, the the other events they have, like they have one where you can go to Mackinac Island mm-hmm. and oh, you shit. spend the weekend there, like actually ghost hunting in the places, which is cool because you ghost hunt with actual, like, I I hesitate to call them professional ghost hunters because you can't really be professional in ghost hunting because it's like a, it's all guesswork, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, you get to with the celebrity ghost hunters, I guess you could say. But but yeah, you get to investigate with them and stuff. But and in case you're wondering, I've been a paranormal investigator since probably about 2006. So it's been quite a while. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm yeah. pretty speechless. I love it. Yeah, I love and it. One of, one of the videos I have is um, it was a a Halloween contest one year. And basically, it is the story of the Homer Mill, which is the place we investigated mm-hmm. uh, when I first started investigating. And it's where I learned that I had a gift where I could actually communicate with spirits. So it's actually a YouTube video. I took The Sims and I recreated Homer Mill and I did kind of a walkthrough while I told the story. So it's on my YouTube channel. How do they communicate with you out of curiosity? Um, most of the time, I haven't been able to do it lately because I've been really sick for like since 2017. I've been kind of staying away from it. Mm-hmm. But basically what I would do is I would go into a room and I would start to to see images in my head. Most of the time it's just images. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll hear voices. Sometimes they, uh, what happens is they'll communicate by like, touching me or or like um because one time I was investigating a place in Ohio called Prospect Place Mm -hmm. and there was the story of a bounty hunter who had come to collect slaves and the people who owned it because it was part of the Underground Railroad yeah the people who owned it killed the bounty hunter by hanging him in the barn Mm -hmm. and every time I would talk about the bounty hunter I would feel hands like closing on my neck and I'd start gagging and I wouldn't be able to breathe and I got scared at first, but then I realized the spirit wasn't trying to hurt me. It was trying to tell me how it died. So huh. anytime I would say the word bounty hunter, I would get that feeling. And then when I went in the building and I said it, I was fine. So, yeah. And then sometimes I'll get phantom smells. Um, But yeah, I don't want to give away the ending of the video, but it's very, very shocking what happens if you watch the homeroom mill video because it's i mean it it was when i first started ghost hunting and i was like i don't know if i wanted to do this because the one thing you don't know about ghost hunting from like if you watch the tv shows and stuff mm-hmm. it's very very boring like you're literally sitting in a dark room mm-hmm. talking to yourself and nothing happens yeah so it's it I, but when then when something does happen it's it's so amazing but uh one time my group and i we were at uh i don't i don't even remember what it was we were in this little tiny room there was a whole bunch of us in there and this sign was leaning up like this and it just mm-hmm. went bam and fell and i um you know i'm like almost six foot and i climbed up the lady next to me who was probably about five five i'm yeah. like climbing up her and then the one lady that, you know, she's the sweeter, 
lady and you don't really hear her. She's like, fuck. And then like everybody just screamed and the guys were laughing because they thought it was funny that we were freaking out. But, but yeah, it's like sometimes you get startled like that. But I don't, I've never had anything really horribly bad happen to me except for at Waverly Hills. That was like a, a spirit. That's like one of the most haunted buildings in the country, I think. And something was whispering in my ear, I'm going to kill you. And that's that's what it sounded like in my ear. And it was so scary. I was like, I can't. I'm out. I'm out. And I just left. I couldn't stay in there. I did go back later after I smoked a cigarette, which I had quit smoking 12 years before that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, no, I need a cigarette. I need it now. So. That's. But yeah. Wild. <laughs> I've heard a lot of things on this podcast. That has to be the most wild thing I've yeah. ever fucking heard. Yeah. Holy and I shit. live in a haunted house too. So I'm always watching my videos in the background to see if like things fall or anything like that. But so far, nothing's happened. Nothing. I even listen to the audio too, like really closely just to hear if I hear anything. Interesting. But it's scary now because I don't have a dog, but um, because both of my dogs died. But um, I used to be able to blame any noises that happened in my room on the dogs. Yeah. No, can't. I was nope. just like, I don't know what that was, and I don't care. I'm nope. just gonna go to sleep and pretend yep. it didn't happen. Exactly. It's just the house is the house makes noises. It's an old home. It's yeah. fine. The other day I was sitting on the couch and like this basket was sitting there and it just kind of lifted up and fell onto the floor. And I just went, Okay, cool. And just went back to what I was doing. I'm like, yeah, I can't put too much into it or else I'll get freaked out. Yeah. So. Well, that was really fucking cool. I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought it was, that was just like a TV show thing. Like, yeah. not like a real thing. But that that's really cool. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. That's well, where the weirdo part of my name comes in. Because I'm like, I, I investigate the paranormal. Including aliens and Bigfoot, all of that. Although I get really scared investigating Bigfoot because you're out in the middle of the woods and there's all kinds of animals. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't know what's out there. Mm -mm. Bears, coyotes. Yeah. yeah, Stuff that wants to eat you. Well, I got a couple more questions for you. I'm okay. Gonna, I'll wrap you up. Now, well, since you've joined this uh, Instagram storyteller community, welcome. Uh, it's a fun you. community to be part of. Um, I know you talked a lot about like what stories you like. Well, talk to me a little bit about your story and why people should read it. Give me your okay. 30 second elevator pitch. Okay. So I'll start with 13 because 13 was the first story I started writing. I started writing it on Twitter, but I've since switched it over to Instagram. Mm -hmm. I do a comic book style where it's kind of like um, a lot of pictures and a lot of words. Mm -hmm. And um basically nash strange is my main sim that i've played with since get to work and i play with him and everything i made a machinima about him and how he likes to create life mm -hmm. and he ended up making all these beings and they all just kept passing away or so he thinks spoiler alert and um he ended up with 13 now 13 he added it's just this this creature who's you're not sure if he's quite human or not, but he's uh, purple and he has like blue dots and, you know, nanotechnology in him and stuff. And um, Nash disappears. Oh, so sure. then um, his son 
accidentally finds his secret lab in the basement and finds 13 who has been awake for a while. And there's actually someone else in the the chamber. I, I call it the birthing chamber. Mm-hmm. And her name is 14. So uh-huh. when he goes downstairs and he meets 13 and he they just start hanging out and going on these adventures together. Um, so far, it's uh, on Instagram. It's not very far along, but mm-hmm. um, I've been pushing it because, like I said, it connects with my other stories and I have to get my other stories moving. So, yeah. And then I have another story about called The Secrets of Ravenwing Manor. And it's about a teenage girl who has a lot of anxiety and has to go to school. And she starts finding out that the, her caretakers, her aunt and her uncle, mm-hmm. have been telling a lot of secrets. And she's slowly learning all these secrets. And Not... I, have, I have a couple other, too. Yeah, of course. But um, the Frost... Dela Strange is the latest one, and she's a technomancer. Uh, she really nothing much has happened in her story, but the reason she was created is so she, I can further the Tristan RP slash story. Yeah, of course. Along because he's she's going to be the one that rescues him from sleeping forever. I don't know. I feel like I'm not making any sense right now. I think you're making amazing sense, okay, good. and good, anybody good, good. who's listening to this will be hooked instantaneously. Yeah. Because um, I'm trying to make it, like, I didn't start out with this plan, but somehow my stories all just became intertwined. Mm-hmm. So, and now I have to, like, I can't write this part of this story until this story has that happening, you know. Mm-hmm. So now I'm kind of stuck in this loop. So I have to get Tristan awake so that I can continue the story on the other channel. And poor, poor Secrets of Ravenwing Manor. Like, I left them kind of on a like her cousin is like really mean mm-hmm. and she like walked up to her and she's like i need to talk to you and then it was done like i haven't done anything with her since then and that was like a couple months ago so i feel really bad but i'll get to it eventually <laughs> like i said it's gotta get the other parts of the story first mm-hmm. which yeah. dude that's aw- that's awesome i please please anyone listening please go check this out please go check out our stories that's awesome like yeah again very creative and i think that's what i like about the sims teller community that's very very mm-hmm. cre- no sims no uh two stories are the same yeah they that's may, what i like about it too they may share common aspects but everybody's is very different because i would say if you play the sims you're a creative person if you are an adult simmer you're an extremely creative person that you're able to share your story that, that was one of the main reasons i really loved uh the sims for making rose chronicles is i was able to produce something myself because i'm not an animator i'm a yeah, storyteller that, that's the same way with me right? i can draw but i can't like draw like animation or you know no i can't do most of the stuff i do is just copying i don't really like draw draw yeah, I mean, like, if it came down to it, I could I could I make Inuasha? Yeah, I could fucking make Inuasha, but could I make my own character that's original in my head? No, but in The Sims, yes, because I'm able to create them exactly how I want them, and the beauty of CC, I can really yeah. fine-tune mm-hmm. what I want, and then when you get poses in there... See, that's the thing with 13. Like, 13 was just supposed to be the end product of Nash's experiments. Mm-hmm. And because I use CC, 
and created this this being that is so beautiful to me Mm -hmm. i just ended up i'm like he needs a story he needs to be in a story and so that's you know that's what i did well i love that now writer to writer i got some questions for you because i always like i always like hearing not picking picking a brain how do you build your world like how do you like how, when you're writing your, your world how, what's the first um aspect of writing do you start with um most of the time i start with the the main character okay like um this goes back to my actual novel cuz i have pop, published uh two books and one book of poetry but um in my novel i woke up one night and I just picked up my pen and started drawing and I drew this kid and I said, this guy's name is Pez. I don't know why his name is Pez. So then from there, I was like, well, why, why did I draw this? What is his story? Mm -hmm. And so then I just kind of built a story up around just this one specific drawing. Yeah. And I ended up with the most heartbreakingly beautiful story I've ever written in my life. And I don't think I'll ever be able to write like that again. But like, if you want to purchase it, it's on Amazon. You just look up Patty Kino, K-E-N-O, and you should find it. It's called A Murder of One. I love that. I was like, are you trying to find a hard copy right now? Yep. Okay. It's with my thin stuff. So this is what the cover looks like. Oh, shit. Yeah, that looks really fucking like good. Back thing. Oh, yeah, I actually hired a cover artist for that because I'm self-published. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. You said you work you wrote another book and a book of poetry. What's your other book and your book of poetry about? This is Shattered Souls. Oh shit. Yeah. Everyone asks if that's me on the cover. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Um hold on. So Shattered Souls is actually about a girl who goes on a date, a blind date that she gets set up on. Mm-hmm. And he I think he canceled. And so she goes to go home and she's like jogging and, and I don't know, she somehow gets together with this guy mm-hmm. and he kisses her. And when he kisses her, he switches bodies with her. And okay. so she's left like in this guy's body and she's just like, what the hell just happened? So basically she goes back and she tries to find other survivors of this um, body thief Mm-hmm. and together they work to get their own bodies back so it's it's very wild it's one of my favorite um tropes i guess is body switching okay so. i like that i have to ask do you ever read your own books um i do uh i read them a lot when i'm editing them but i do go back especially with um i keep wanting to call it shame because the original title was shame but with a murder of one I do go back and read it because I really like it. And I kind of want to make it into a machinima, but I know if I do that, then people won't want to buy the book because they can watch it for free. Yeah. But um, I love that character and I want to go back and write more with him. But that one is actually about, um, I, I realize I never told you about it, but um, he um, is kid in high school and he gets goes out to this big rave mm-hmm. and because it was back when, you know, raves were really popular and i was a rave kid when i was younger but um 
he gets into a car accident and the car accident actually kills like all of his friends except mm -hmm. for like two of them so he has to deal with the guilt um because he feels like he caused the accident but he didn't really but he feels like he did so it's all about him kind of like it's kind of a coming of age story more mm -hmm. right? he's he's finding out that you know He's a psychic, too, so he starts getting visions, but he doesn't know what visions are real. And because he's also, like, coming down from being addicted to drugs and stuff, so he's having hallucinations from that. And to top it all off, he's sick, but he doesn't know it. And, you know, it's just this everything he's is going on at once, and he's trying to deal with it. And I think I put a lot of poetry in that book, too, because um, he writes poetry, so I just changed some of my poems so they sounded like they were coming from him that when is... i wrote yeah when i wrote the book i actually had a soundtrack too because i wanted to to publish it with the soundtrack but uh, you know that's kind of hard to do i yeah. could probably make a um spotify list for him or something yeah like a like a playlist or like an right. i or an i soundcloud uh, yeah place well that's awesome like that's yeah. that's really awesome you're one of the first people i've ever talked to that's actually published a book yeah so that's really cool not only just one two books but what what's your uh poetry book do you have your poetry book there uh i don't think i do let me turn around yeah i don't have it with me but it's called the girl who is not there and okay based off of a poem um uh okay so the poem when i was in high school and like that i was i was i suffer from depression so in order a way to deal with that depression was to write poetry mm -hmm. and one of the first poems I wrote was no one wants to touch me who would dare to try and touch the girl who is not there so uh, my poetry okay. book is called the girl who's not there and it's it's poems about like feeling invisible or feeling you know like just a lot of my mom always she's like why do you have to write such depressive poems I'm like because that's the way I express myself you know yeah so. No, exactly. That's how that's how you show that emotion. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I've been thinking about doing like a like on my YouTube channel, just kind of like reading poetry and then putting like like pictures behind it or something. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I gotta wrap it up now with YouTube. Good segue. Um, you've been <laughs> around on YouTube for three years now. Talk to me how YouTube's changed and how you've changed on YouTube in the last three years. Well, I started off doing speed builds, and um, I was very quiet, and I talk like this a lot. <laughs> but I've learned to talk a lot louder now because I realized that, you know, people need to be able to hear you while you're doing it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I I really, I have, um, what is that called? Time displacement, I think, where I don't realize how much time has passed. So a lot of times I won't post anything for like a month. Mm -hmm. and then I'm like oh crap so but I have so many videos I just need to edit them and get them on there mm -hmm. but yeah um it's it's been a, a really wonderful journey I mean when I first started doing it I didn't think I'd get any more than like 10 subscribers I think I'm at 449 now oh shit okay trying for 500 by the end of May but I haven't been like really like because you got to put yourself out there if you're on YouTube. You got to kind of like mm -hmm. say, hey, here's my channel. Go check it out. And the same with my books. That's why they never sell. But um, 
Yeah, I'm not very good at self-promoting, you know? I need mm -hmm. to, to be better at that. So, but yeah, and I don't know. I, I feel like I've gotten a little bit better at YouTube, but my main goal when starting my YouTube channel was to do it to show people that they don't have to be perfect to do that. So a mm -hmm. lot of times I'll leave my mistakes in, I'll leave my, my uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'll leave those in a lot because I want people to know you don't have to be perfect to be doing something like this. You know, it doesn't all have to be amazingly wonderful. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're literally preaching to the choir. These podcasts yeah. are unedited for that exact yeah. reason. Yeah. You can, we can have a raw, real moment. It isn't, everything doesn't have to be super edited or super scripted. That's not how yeah. life works. Exactly. You don't just, you don't just start a conversation and then a jingle fucking plays like no or it's not like uh this is how we're gonna do stuff today and the baby like no like it's it's gotta be you know free-flowing because yeah. then it feels real and then my all of my let's plays are just i just play the game i don't script anything out mm -hmm. um i try not to do a lot of cheats in it because i do tend to like oh i'm so sick of you not having energy and i'll just you know make happy yeah but um but yeah, so I try to uh, be a, 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 I have a bunch of different Let's Plays. Like, I think there's 17 right now. I have way too many. I should not have that many. Oh, my God. But yeah. That's and some of them I haven't even uh, put out yet because I, I like fil filming videos. That's fair. I just don't like editing them. Yeah, fil editing videos. First, well. If I had money, I would pay people yeah. to do it. But I have no money. <laughs> but you do a great job editing your videos. You surprise me. Well, Flower the Weirdo, I got to wrap this up. Where where can we find your amazing work? Um, you can find me basically on Flower the Weirdo on everything. Like one word, Flower the Weirdo. But I think on Twitch, even though I don't stream that much because my bad internet connection. I think mm. I'm Flower Dash the Weirdo Dash. And then Tumblr, I feel like. Like it has either dashes or underscores. I have a link tree you can click on that will tell you everywhere. But I'll, I'm also on CurseForge now. I've been uploading some of my builds, my rooms, my poses. They're all on CurseForge. And I believe that's just Flower the Beardo. That's awesome. The link's going to be below. Please go check out Flower the Beardo. It has been an absolute pleasure for you coming back here today. I, I, you've, you've floored me like 10 times over. <laughs> I think this is probably the the podcast that I've been the most speechless with, which is very hard to do, but you are an absolutely amazing, incredible human being. And I'm so happy our paths have crossed and I cannot wait to see what the future holds for you, my friend. No, thank you. You Thanks are for having me on. Yes, of course. Well, have a great rest of your day. Like I said, everyone, please go check out Flower the Weirdo. The links are going to be below. Have a great rest of your day. Okay. Bye.